Hi everyone, you're listening to episode 6, Traditions. As you can tell from the lack of intro music, with winter weather rolling in and computer issues, I have been without internet on my computer for a week. So the Inspire Not Require interview will have to wait to be edited and posted. I don't want to leave you hanging though, so in theme with this holiday season, I decided to share some thoughts on tradition. My favorite story about traditions is the one where a woman was getting ready to put a roast in the oven when she cut the top off. Her husband asked her why she did that, and she said, I guess I don't know. It's tradition. That's how my mom has always done it. So she called her mom and asked her, why do we cut the top off the roast before putting it in the oven? Her mom said, I do it because every time I watch my mom cook a roast, she cut the top off and the roast was always just delicious. So there must be some kind of a trick to it. I'll go ask her. After talking with her mom, she learned that she only did it because she saw her mom do it. So they all went over to the retirement home and asked the matriarch why cutting the top of the roast off made it so delicious, to which the great-grandmother said, You silly children, I cut the top of the roast off because the ovens were smaller then, and it wouldn't fit in the oven if I didn't. (laughs) Sometimes, traditions are outdated or seemingly silly, so why do we persist? What is in the power of tradition? I think of tradition a lot like a religious ritual. It's not necessarily the physical act that you are doing, but the reason behind it. Just like rituals are symbols of spiritual things, traditions are in memory of our family heritage. They are living family history. Tradition ties kids to their cultural heritage. A while ago, I posted a pie chart of family heritage on a family group, showing how we are roughly 50% Scandinavian, 40% United Kingdom, and 10% other Western and Central European when I followed our lines back to the first immigrants. My brother looked at the chart and then said, so what you're saying is we're whiter than most white people. (laughs) Following our lines, we're also as American as they get, with ancestors going back to William Bradford on the Mayflower. Often, when you hear cultural heritage, it conjures this image of a little old grandma from the old country speaking in her native language and cooking ethnic food and telling stories of her childhood in rural area. Though this isn't the reality for a lot of us. My grandmas say mountain instead of mountain. They have a tradition of mapping stores for Black Friday shopping and making cookies from store-bought dough on the first day of school each year and tell stories of growing up in small towns in Utah, riding on boats their dads fixed up and sipping soda at soda shops when they could afford it. We don't have an immediate connection with other countries or exotic cultures. Our culture is basically the one we're surrounded by daily. I'd love to have an heirloom, a secret family recipe, or stories of our heritage that we've heard hundreds of times to include with our holiday traditions. Think my big fat Greek wedding. (laughs) But we don't really have those either. As my children study geography and we travel the world in our mind through folk tales and traditions of others, I felt a sense of loss for my cultural identity as a vanilla, white, suburban American family. Who am I? What do I value and why? How do we celebrate? Where are we from? As humans, we can't help but ask these questions at some point in our lives. And I believe the answer is twofold. The first is deciding what you want your family culture to be. What, is, what do you want as your legacy? Any generation can start a tradition or change the trajectory of a family line. Long ago, my son's ancestors were kings of Denmark, until one of them stepped in for his father while he was away on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem, 
and did such a terrible job, they didn't let him take over as king when his dad died. His choices made it so his posterity was no longer royal. On a somewhat more positive note, there are countless stories of families that overcome a history of abuse or poverty because one person had the courage to change. Because my ancestors had the courage to pioneer across the country and settle the West, my family is from wide open spaces and apricot trees. Their choices changed the lives of all those that came after them. We have so much influence in how our children will see the world and can create the lively, vibrant traditions we crave. With our intention, we can change the course of the coming generations. My husband's family has a tradition of work, and my family has a tradition of loyalty. Both values are reflected in how we raise our children. Some, someone's dedication to these values years ago has affected and will continue to affect generations. I'm excited to talk more on creating a vision and mission statement for your family in a future episode on harnessing the power of purpose. The other way we answer where we came from is knowing our ancestry and celebrating our heritage with tradition. In a study by Robin Fivish at Emory University, we learned that children who know their family history have a stronger sense of control over their lives, higher self-esteem, and believe their family is strong and high-functioning. How powerful is that in the way your life turns out? Having control over your life, higher self-esteem, and knowing that you come from a strong family. He said it also gave them connection, strength, and resilience. The main way to accomplish this is in sharing stories so that kids feel that they have a story to tell about themselves and where they came from. Like the time my grandpa broke into a ketchup factory or my family got caught doorbell ditching a Christmas surprise and then fell all over the ice. And it doesn't just have to be the feel-good or funny stories either. We have an ancestor who enforced the transition from Catholicism to the Church of England and did terrible things to priests in the process. Kids can learn from the past and see that people are not just one-dimensional as well as how culture and time affects how we see things. The story of our Scottish ancestors losing everything in an uprising before immigrating to the U.S. helps them learn emotional resilience, and the story of Boudicca leading her people into battle against her English oppressors at the loss of her life shows them that there are things worth fighting for, just like their great-grandpa did as a fighter pilot in World War II. This holiday season, I'm trying something new. This time of year, as our hearts turn to our family, I'm going to try to share a story of an ancestor with my kids each week and add an ornament to the tree to remember them by. As we pull them out in years to come, we will review the stories of our family tree. We will start and keep traditions throughout the next year so that our family history is a living, breathing thing. We will explore the heritage of our countries of origin, like we did this fall with our Highland Games, so that they have a sense of all the people and places that have helped shape who they are. Even Americana culture has its own gems of regional subcultures, and the individuals in our family lines have their own stories to tell. In telling them, we keep them alive and can learn from their resilience, mistakes, virtues, and vice, giving our children a strong sense of self.
As I research my family tree on Ancestry.com or Family Search, I feel connected to these people and places. I feel a cultural pride in who I am and recognize that the value in the traditions that we have with our Christmas Eve parties and inside jokes. The culture that we create now will be the culture that our kids and grandkids remember. Family history isn't only one direction. It's two. It's looking back and moving forward. Our chevron printed curtains will one day be antiques, and our posterity will probably laugh at some of the ways that we used to buy groceries and wear our yoga pants, but also stand in wonder at the way we kicked against the grain and homeschooled our families when few others did because we saw the value in family, education, and being intentional with our time. I'm excited to hear about some of your family traditions and hope you'll share them with me on Instagram this season. Until next time, stay curious.